Electricast. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure that I have the opportunity of presenting special guest Connie Hubner to the show today. She's a leading spiritual luminary of these times. Connie is the founder of Divine Mother Guidance and Healing and Divine Mother Church. Our guest communicates with Divine Mother and brings profound messages of healing and knowledge for many people. Unique among spiritual teachers, Connie not only receives divine messages, but teaches others to receive them as well. She can teach anyone to receive their own answers to life's questions from Jesus, Mother Mary, or any divine being. Connie has written a book, Divine Mother Healing, which contains a series of healing tools that people can use to heal themselves and their loved ones. These tools are effective, even if the words are just read out loud or repeated silently to yourself. Using these tools automatically connects you to the healing power of Divine Mother. Connie is here today to tell us about the journey that brought her to Divine Mother and how the wisdom passed along to her is resonating across the globe. It's a great pleasure. I welcome Connie to the show. Welcome to the show, Connie. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great to be here with you today on a Friday afternoon. I appreciate you taking the time for this interview. And uh, I, I was saying to you before we started our interview, just how excited I was to have you on the show, because my audience knows very well that I talk about healing modalities. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guests that come on talk about different types of healing modalities. If it's meditation, right. vibrational healing, sound therapy, whatever it is, there's a variation of things. And I know I, I can't wait to have you talk about your own personal experiences and your own wisdom to share with us. But I want to thank you for coming on because I really do think that this is going to resonate really well with our audience. Fantastic. I was my own guinea pig when I was developing these tools, so I know they work. (laughs) I want to ask you the first question is, who is Divine Mother? All right. So Divine Mother is that unity of the Mother, Father, God presence. And the mother aspect of that unity is coming forth 
now. She's come forth many times in many civilizations, but she's powerfully coming forth now at this time because the world has become so disconnected. People are conflicted. They feel isolated, alone, separate from the divine, that the separation complex is really, really becoming um, significant as people don't know what the heck they're doing here. Why are they on this earth? What's the purpose of it all? And obviously you see it outpictured in the conflict in the world that we have. I was, I was just about to bring that up before we got on the air today. I was looking at the news and it looks like Russia might invade Ukraine, the date our show right now. And as we're on the cusp of that, and you're talking about this, yeah. I feel like we we need to beam this out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and help people and heal. <laughs> And, and I'll tell you, one of the things when we hear things like that on the radio, we feel helpless or, or the whatever medium we hear it from. And it's like, oh, no, what, what can I do? And one of the things that I tell people to do is use these, these vibrational tools that I'm going to tell you about because they are there's they will travel to Ukraine. They will travel to Russia. They can they will start to cool the thing down, um, whether or not it's cooled down completely. We can't predict, but we can definitely try and it'll make us feel better to do be doing something about it instead of feeling like we're a victim of these world issues that keep coming up. How did you begin your spiritual journey? I always like to know just in terms of how you got to where you are right now. (laughs) So, so I declared myself an atheist when I was 18. (laughs) Yeah. I, had, I had been raised in a, in a traditional Christian church, uh, the Episcopal church, but I never really resonated with it. I didn't get it. I thought, you know, everybody talked about Jesus and I thought, well, sounds like a good guy, but I, I didn't, you know, have any sense of what it was. So my first year in college, I decided to, I just thought I, I'm not going to, uh, I basically t- had a little talk with God and I said, Unless you can prove yourself to me, prove that you exist, I'm not going to believe in you anymore. Or I'm not going to go to any of your churches. I'm not going to use any of your prayers. You know, I really made it clear (laughs) to whatever the divine being was that I was out until I had proof of his existence. So I continued to just, you know, go through school. And by the time I was a senior, you know, I was having a great time. I wasn't, didn't you know, miss not having a relationship with the divine. But one day I was lying in a field, just in a, you know, looking up at the sky. And I had always been an astronomy buff. So I knew there were constellations and I liked to look for them when there were, when it was dark, but this was daytime. And so I thought, I know they're there. I know this particular constellation should be in that part of the sky and so on. So I started to kind of push my awareness into this vast blue, thinking I, I maybe I can sense it somehow. And I suddenly had this, it, it's, it's one of these unpredictable experiences that, that you have where I, I suddenly like found myself like everywhere and nowhere all at once. And there was no thinking really, but it was a, clearly an, ex, a, a, an experience. I knew I was having it. And the, the, how long it lasted, I don't know. But when I realized, okay, I'm, li- I'm, I'm lying here in this field now and something different is going on, 
I was never the same again. I called it my oneness experience because I literally knew I was one with everything. And it completely changed my life. In the first place, I, I, I decided, oh, I think there is a God that was just revealed to me and is this magnificent, magnificent everything. I'm, I'm one with all that. So I, I, I went on a quest. I, have, I had several quests in my life, but this was a quest to find if anybody else was having the experience. I knew people talked about the experience from philosophers and so on that I'd read, but I wanted to meet a living person because for me, it actually didn't go away. I, I went, went home I, um, to my dorm. I, I went to bed and I put a big sign on the, on the mirror saying, one, don't, don't forget, you are one with everything. Because I was afraid I'd go to sleep and wake up and just be, you know, my my pre-oneness self again. But there was no way I could not. I it stayed, and it's it was almost like indelible ink. Nobody could see it, but I knew that I was completely different. I would try to explain it to people, and and they often they looked at me like I think you maybe should see a psychiatrist. No. I think you had a spiritual awakening while you were looking at the stars in the sky. Exactly. And the universe connected with you so that you could do this type of work for others and yourself yeah. and offer right. healing. Right. That's my, that's my take on it. Well, I think you're definitely right. But I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that at the time I kind of had to figure that out. And so there were some steps that I took to figure that out. And the first one was to meet somebody else who was having the experience. And I was lucky enough to meet two people and it really affirmed that I wasn't crazy, that I, you know, I knew I wasn't, but I needed to know that other, another human being was having this whole experience. Well, and uh, they helped me a lot, those two people. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on ElectroCast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. It's so interesting to hear you share that experience where someone said, I think you need to see a psychologist or a psychiatrist. So many people have spiritual experiences and you try to relay that to others that may not be as in tune. And the first thing they think is mental health. But, and I understand part of that. I can understand part of it. But when someone's like improving their life and in helping others and always, that's not a mental health. That's a a spiritual element of us. We're mind, body, spirit, and we're spiritual beings in a human world in a physical world, in my opinion. So when people are out of touch and they recommend to go see a counselor or go see a a therapist, because you're having this out of body Mm -hmm. united with the universe experience. I want to ask you, how did that make you feel when you heard that? Were you like, no one understands what I'm experiencing right now. And I need to find someone who could speak my language. Yes. (laughs) But I was sort of innocent. So I, I actually did go see a psychiatrist and it was like, uh, uh, he doesn't sit right, right? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> so, and then other people would say, "I think you must be on a drug," and I would like, "No, no, no, drugs wear off, and this <laughs> doesn't wear off." So, 
anyway, it was. I love it. And also I felt I, I did feel like different, you know, and and a kind of aloneness. It's hard to feel alone when you're one with everything. But I still felt like I was being I was you could say marginalized, like she's a little weird. If you want to hear hear what she thinks, go talk to her. And oh, yeah. so, so I got so I didn't talk about it. And instead, I would I would ask people, have you ever I have this theory that everything is one and that we can actually experience that. What do you think of that theory? And that was a way I could in, have a conversation about it. I want to share one thing with you. When you mentioned the fabric or everything interconnected, one of the experiences I had a couple of years ago, I went to a uh, sensory deprivation chamber here in Tampa where you float in salt water and they, you know, you shut, you're in a tube. I've heard about those. And so I went in, I've been in it twice. The first time I went into it though, I did have an experience in the, in the hour I was there with just, it feels like you're in the womb. It's very peaceful. I had, I had the spiritual connection that we are all one. And that the universe is one existent being and we're all one part of it and we are interconnected. That's why we have these experiences that some people can come back and relay and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes absolute sense to me. So what you're speaking is resonating highly. And I think our audience should look at that too, because there's people in our audience that go through spiritual awakenings all the time. I want to ask you, what advice would you give to somebody in the audience who may have an experience that's spiritual, like what you experienced stargazing that led you on your path? And how would you, from your experiences, recommend that they should go about understanding whatever it is that they're experiencing, if it's spiritual in nature? Well, what I would recommend is go into the heart. Don't try to understand it intellectually because you can't. it's, It's not logical. I mean, part of it is logical, but then it reaches a point where it's not logical. And but the heart can can accept the what isn't logical. It can accept paradoxes. So I and also the heart is stable. I've seen so many people who really have a beautiful spiritual experience and they try to analyze it or evaluate it somehow mentally, and they get so confused and and unstable, really mentally unstable. And it can't have even known people who've done things that have, that have harmed them. Mm. And so it's danger the the mind can kind of go anywhere and, you know, it separates things. Whereas the heart unifies. So I, I even tell people to breathe into the heart and empower the heart because the knowledge is in the heart. The awareness of what you're experiencing is, is comfortable for the heart. So that would be my recommendation. And I even have a tool to bring people into the heart. It's simple. It's just basically breathe, breathe into the heart and see what's there. And a lot of times when somebody first breathes into the heart there, there's tension and tightness. And, but if you keep breathing into it, it actually relaxes. It, it undoes that tightness. The breath can smooth it out. And then you start going deeper. You start going into this, expanded space and then other things might come up other blocks but if you keep breathing into them you'll keep expanding into your own self not into some intellectual idea of who you are or you know some belief system it'll really give you an experience of of truth actually what is divine mother healing your understanding of it well I'll tell you my experience of it, (laughs) Um, but then I will be also can explain it, but it does have to do with the heart. 
as I was just talking about the heart, the heart is the home of Divine Mother. And and I discovered Divine Mother by moving into my heart. I had a wonderful experience one day where um, light was just a, a wave of light was coming out from that pure source, that unbounded unity source, sometimes called the um, unified field or the quantum field, if you want to get into physics. Um, but anyway, I was perceiving it coming out and then dividing. And then the, 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 it would come out as a wave, then divide into two waves, and then divide into four waves. And it kept dividing and then interacting with itself and creating more and more and more. And it was a very like amazing, awesome experience to watch, filled with, you know, I was fascinated by it. Love. Yeah. Filled with love, right? I feel love as you describe that. Yeah. I mean, filled with, and it, it wasn't just some kind of a small love. It was like the amazingness of love, the incredible aspect. Of as you say that, I get a massive ripple effect for the planet or a massive ripple effect of energy, love healing energy that just emanates from source. Yeah. And, and Beautiful. Wow. Well, that's who the divine mother is. She's the emanation of love. I mean, it's just, that's, that's, and that's how this healing works. It's really the, the healing power of love, which is in, in my opinion, and what I've learned from divine mother, it's the most healing power in the universe. But what happened was at one point I said to this wave of light that was coming up, I said, who are you? And I, The reply was instantaneously, I heard within, I am the divine mother. I am birthing the universe. And it was so cool that she used the word birthing because that's what mothers do. Exactly. (laughs) And she was just manifesting the universe. And so I watched more and more and it was like incredible, incredibly beautiful experience and, and very orderly and intelligent at the same time. It was like there were no mistakes. And then afterwards, I thought, I need to, I need to, I'm going to sign on with Divine Mother. I'm going to have her be my teacher now. And so that's what I, what I did. This was probably 25 years ago. I had, I had definitely been doing spiritual work before then, but now I decided I want to learn who she is, what she is, and how I can you know, assist or emulate her or whatever I'm supposed to do here. And that's when I started, what I learned about myself was I had blocks in my system, even though I had had this oneness experience and was, you know, constantly aware of it. I still had issues that weren't completely cleared layers of, of inner pain that needed to be dissolved. And so the way she started teaching me was I would just go in and kind of talk to her and say, okay, divine mother. Well, (laughs) let me even say before that, I, before I didn't say, okay, divine mother, I just said, what do I need to do? And I started seeing a little flash of light. Then the light would move and shift and um, I would watch it. And I noticed after this light show that was I was just having it behind my eyelids. And and I encourage people to close your eyes and see what shows up in your awareness when when your eyes are closed. For me, this light showed up and I started working with it. I started actually creating my first 
energy tool was divine light. And all I did was say, divine light is filling me now. Divine light is pouring into me now, which was exactly what I was experiencing the light doing. So, and I, and like, even now, if we want to cool things out in Ukraine, you can say divine light is pouring into Ukraine. Divine light is pouring into the whole area. And you'll feel it. You'll sense it. And you'll not only will you feel better, you feel you really feel like you've done something to help, even though it may be minuscule in terms of the millions of people that that is impacting. But it'll get, it'll empower you instead of weaken you by thinking, oh, no, another war. What are we going to do? Just get get the light in there. In, and if it's in you, it's going to be in others, because when we when we fill ourselves with light because of this unity situation that truly we're all connected, you're going to be filling other people. And if you focus on Ukraine or any other part of the world that needs help, you'll, you will assist those people in that area to rise up above the, the scary or desperate situations they're in. Interesting. I would never use the word minuscule for anything you do because I consider what you're describing like powerful and yeah. It, it has a significant impact and, and it's, it's so positive. So I also love the idea that we have the ability ourselves through invoking divine mother and, and utilizing, I feel like it's almost like we can incorporate universal unconditional love and have it fill the hearts of all. Right. And especially if there's a conflict or, and this could be used with people you have disagreements with, this could be used with your own lack of confidence or your own lack of self-love, I, I can tell you that I can see so much value to this. And, and the connection that we all have with one another, it's interrelated. So when you can do this for others, you're actually doing a great service. Is that correct? Oh, tremendous. I love it. I love yeah. it. And and the tools that, that I've developed that really, the reason I say they're divine mother tools is because I would, I would be sitting there and I would think, where did this light come from? And I would I realized that she was giving it to me. I hadn't I hadn't really asked for any tools. I was just asking for divine something to happen. And the light came and then love came. I I I won't go through the whole sequence of how all these different tools arrived within me. And then I started to use them in specific ways for myself and then for my family and then my friends and so on. And they were all changed, impacted. And so now I have about 25, 28 tools in this book. And I want anybody to be able to use them because you feel empowered. You don't feel like you're a victim of the things happening around you anymore, that you can actually do something about it, even if it's just pour in light. And honestly, just pour in light a lot. Is, is a lot. Powerful. It's huge. It's the most powerful energy, but most people aren't used to working with energy. So they think they have to do something physically, but when you, intention, you know, what are you going to do? Throw a table at someone or, you know, I mean, that's ridiculous. You can throw light at them. You can pour love into them. And um, we're all energy. So we react to, uh, to energy, especially positive and especially divine energy. We respond and expand when we deal with that kind of energy. 
we, we become I, bigger. I don't mean to sound so excited, but you're exactly spe- you're spelling out what I personally believe. Cause I tell people when I read for them as a psychic and on the show, I talk about how we're all made of energy and all I do when I do mediumship or any type of spiritual stuff is I tap into people's energy and everything is a constant state of energy. So when we die and we cross over, our energy goes to the next place. Our spirit is energy. Everything's compi- comprised of it. I, I, I think what your what your message is, is very gratifying for me because I like to think that I pick up some good stuff and uh, hearing it validated by what you're describing, it, it's very powerful <laughs> for me personally. So I appreciate that. And the other beautiful thing about it is Anybody can do this. It's not like just you and me because we happen to have it be tapped into it. Anyone can tap into it. So it's empowering and anyone can do this kind of healing. And that's what I'm trying to teach in my book. Uh, It's it's really a a workbook. Uh, The first 40 pages, I talk about my story and how I discovered all these tools. But then the last, whatever, 150 pages is about you can do this long healing for, for somebody who really, for, for a, a t- that takes an hour. You can do a 20-minute one, or you can do a split-second one. When you happen to be uh, driving down the street and you see a, a, a homeless person sitting there in wretched conditions, you can pour light into them. You can send love. And believe me, that will make an impact. That's a great example you brought up because... Anytime I drive and I see someone who's homeless, my heart goes out and I just feel like the connection and I'm going to, I'm going to use that. I'm going to use what you're saying. I'm going to utilize sending healing, loving energy next time I'm at around someone like that. Cause I think it, it, it can pick them up as well. Definitely. I mean, they will, uh, they they will feel it. I know that there are, um, I think it's the heart math Institute. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they have done research on the power of the heart. And of course, all these divine mother tools come from the heart energy. And they've found that um, that even like a, a quick a quick attention, a quick bit of loving attention on something shifts the physiology. So I can't quote the, the studies or anything, but there right. have been a lot of studies on how the heart, they even feel that the heart is more is is a has a bigger matrix of energy than the brain. Your focus is heart focus. And I love that. And I've had other people on to talk about in the past about how, you know, we have intelligence in our mind. Like we, we understand psychology, we're intelligent. There's a way to register that. I believe there's a heart intelligence Definitely. that there is a knowledge within our heart that like you're describing that you tap into it and it can make you a more loving, caring, emotionally balanced person, able to be open and vulnerable, be able to have those, uh, I don't call them feminine qualities because I think they are what they are and you can connect deeply with people. That's right. Yeah. And the wisdom in the heart, this is what I found is there's a tremendous amount of knowledge in the heart. And if you're, you got a problem in life, if you can settle yourself down and just flow into the heart and ask your question, you can get an answer. And sometimes it'll be an energy answer. And I have discovered that in terms of um, energy an expansion of energy, is often a yes answer and a contraction or, or even nothing happening. I always say, I always consider that to be a no, because I want, I want to be sure if I get a yes, I want to make sure it's a yes. So I, I wait for the, for the expansion, or if I, if I don't ever get it, then I just don't go that direction. 
So there's a way to actually read, the, communicate with the heart. And for me, I believe it's more reliable than the mind because our mind can be very fickle and it can, you know, we can make a case for a yes or a no when we can, you know, we can say, oh, make a case for, you know, something is good or something is not good. I mean, and that's done all the time. Interpretations of scripture even can be two opposite interpretations of the same words. So you need to go into the the deep power that's inside of you. The divine, there's divine knowledge within you. And I, I access it through the heart. The, the mind then is the servant, becomes the servant of the heart. It's so important that people can have that paradigm shift when they're listening to us right now, right? A paradigm shift on how they're viewing their heart and their mind and how it, it interrelates in their lives and their dilemmas that they go through or their fears and insecurities. Like yeah. that's where the healing occurs, right? If you can tap in and have that paradigm shift, that aha moment. And then they can use your book. And I encourage our audience to pick up Divine Mother Healing so that they can find the different tools you're talking about. Go ahead. I just want to say one of the tools is something I call the break command. I have a lot of divine tools like divine light, divine love, divine truth. But then I've got the break command and the go command. And the break command actually breaks up those the thought forms and thought patterns and thought concepts that aren't serving you. If they won't break up the truth, so if something is serving you, it, it can't break. So if you're afraid or you, you've got to figure out something and you could go this way, you could that way, the mind is buzzing and spinning, you start saying break, 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 because every thought is a vibration. And if it's a confused, like frantic vibration, break it, break it. it. Yeah. Or bur- another thing I tell people to do is burst light in it, like like a big sunburst of light, spray like spray like disinfecting it, disinfecting the negativity <laughs> to get it out of you. Or I mean, even like fireworks. Imagine fireworks exploding because you need more light. The light will lift your vibration. It'll lift your intellectual vibration as well. But it'll but it'll also connect you to the to the deeper power of the heart. So, um, so I, I just wanted to mention that tool, the break command, because it really helps when, when you're confused or when you're arguing, when two people are arguing and the, the, you know, the need to win or the need to put somebody else down is, is in the forefront, just break that because you're not going to solve anything when those are the intentions. Especially with de-escalating a conflict situation, it's so important. I want to ask you if you could give us some examples of vibrational tools that you reference in your book, just so our audience gets a, an overview. Oh, sure. So first of all, when I use the tools, I always recommend calling on the Divine Mother or another great being that you honor and respect. You know, somebody that you know is at, this, is at, a, at an awakened level of consciousness, because you don't want to mess with some, there are all kinds of mid-level energies that are on their way to evolution and growth, but why not go for the highest? So that's why I call upon the mother God or another great being that has is clearly awakened in the divine presence within them. So Jesus Christ is a beautiful example. A lot of the the major figures for the world's religions, Lord Buddha, and from the Hindu, Lord Ram, Lord Krishna, they're all like highly elevated beings 
who have been in physical form and know what it's like to, um, to, to live on this planet and overcome the challenges that not even overcome, meet the challenges with love and success that are here presenting to us humans every day. So I, I always say, call on, I call on divine mother, but call on the divine being that's most precious to you in your heart. I'll say, I'll just, I'll, I'll say something like, okay, divine mother, let's pour light into this thing. And I mean, I could, when I do a healing, a really thorough healing, I can take, I can take a half an hour. I can take an hour. So I'll I'll say something like divine love is pour, I'll do divine love is pouring into everyone listening or seeing this now more divine love and more divine love uh, allowing more divine love and then I'll, one of my tools is softening so I'll say soften in the heart soften in the throat this settles you down soften in the third eye. Soften at the crown. We're settling down. We're, we're leaving this frantic surface of life and getting to where there's more power. Soften at the base of the spine. Soften in the pelvic area. Soften in the navel. Soften in your heart. And what's happening with softening is we're actually, when you soften, you're softening the boundaries of the heart soften in the throat and there's a softening and expansion the boundaries are getting more diffuse and we're actually i go i do it again soften in the third eye these are the major chakra centers of the body soften in the crown soften at the base you're getting bigger you're expanding beyond your body there's you are more than just your body and the softening helps you get in touch with it. Soften in the pelvic area. Softening in the navel. Again, softening in the heart. And then once I've softened somebody and they're, they're really just expanding, I'll start saying divine love is filling you now. More divine love. And more divine love bathing you now, soaking into you now. Remember, love is the most powerful healer in the universe. So you're receiving the healing of divine love. More and more divine love flowing into you, flowing through you. More love. I, I just layer it. Again, more love. And, you know, the interesting thing about layering is we are layered. We are really multidimensional beings. So there's a surface level of us. And then there are more subtle levels. The, the emotional level is a more subtle level. The mental is more subtle. So we're softening in the mental, soften in the brain, soften in the heart. Let these, these levels become bigger so that you have more resources at your disposal, not just this tight little body that sometimes seems like a prison, really. So that's something that the, that those are two of the tools. Well, I, I want to share this. I'm okay. so relaxed 
<laughs> I'm so relaxed by you just doing that exercise with us just now. I felt the energy shifting and I'm relaxed to begin with, but I mean, I felt the energy that was, it was subtle. It's subtle, but I can feel it because I'm sensitive to energies. And I felt as you, it's almost like you directed the energy in a certain way to help us get past impasses within ourselves, the blockages. And I felt a release. I felt this peaceful release of energy that made me appreciate the moment I'm in right now with us sitting here doing this interview. And it was very, very profound, very positive. And I can say, I can attest to what you just did was very positive and, and good. I mean, I could feel like sometimes words don't describe a spiritual experience, right? I know when I try to tell people when I've, I've been on like different experiences, I was under anesthesia once and I experienced a really amazing thing in a garden. And I try to explain it to people and I'm like, words don't really encapsulate it. It just isn't it doesn't do it justice. We don't have terms to describe something that's like 8,000 K in, in vividness versus our, our small black and white TV vision that we have here right now. Right. We think we're in the reality, but we're not, like you said, we are spiritual beings. We are expanded. We are evolving and you being able to soften those areas of our ourselves. I feel like it opens us up, right. Makes us ready. To that divine experience. It's, I'm really trying to settle people into that, that source experience, that unity. And that mindset and the mindset that it can heal you and give you such loving energy. Right. Yeah. That's okay. profound. Thank you. I'm That's profound to have during an interview because we're in a short amount of time that we do these, right? An hour or whatever it is. And to be able to test for that and say, yes, I felt a shift in the energies during our interview just now in terms of my own personal insecurities or things. I mean, I'm vulnerable. I admit it. We all are. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you there's things that are on your mind in the back of your mind. And as you were doing that softening thing, it's like it makes you realize whatever it is that consumes us, finances, fear of relationship, whatever it is, reject all that. When you soften it, it's like, what are you really upset about? What are you upset about? And when you soften it, and you settle down, you start to find answers. The answers start to come come to you. Your your intuition. You're grounding yourself too, right? I mean, I feel grounded as you did all that. It's I feel like you get grounded, and then you are able to look at something from a different point of view and be like, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's it's whatever it is that consumes a lot of people. It's like the haha moment, right? And one of the reasons that I think it's not that bad is because when we're softening, we're expanding and we're becoming bigger. So we have a bigger perspective. And from a larger perspective, the little problem doesn't seem like a big problem. It just seems like a a challenge that, oh, yeah, we can deal with that. We can overcome it. Exactly. Yeah. And more use of your expanded resources, the, the the solutions pop in. They pop into your mind. They pop into your heart. So it's it's very powerful. It's really like a way to live. It's a way to live with the divine. One of the things Divine Mother is constantly saying is, um, you, you humans, <laughs> are divine beings in physical form. That you actually came from a divine place and, and decided to, to incarnate in a physical body. And and learn what it's like to be to be a human. And also one of the reasons that a lot of us have come in at this time is because from my perspective, the human race is in a massive increase in awareness, increase in consciousness. 
There's something beautiful happening. And as, as more and more humans recognize, for one, they recognize the power of love. They're also recognizing that we are all connected and we need to respect and care for each other. But as we as this consciousness rises, it's creating a, a bubbling motion. It's like when water boils, there's a lot of boiling. And what isn't working is starting to fall away. And the people who are scared of this new time coming are trying to hold on to the old, the fear of losing it. It's like, oh my, what, what's going to happen? Sounds like our politics. <laughs> it is. <laughs> our world. I don't mean to be talking about that. I just... As you're describing that, that's what I'm thinking of. Like people are trying to hold on to things from the past and we just need to all work together and heal one another from within and without all over. Like, And and there is something, what you said, they're hanging on from the, to the past. There's something new and beautiful coming on. Exactly. It's spiritual. It is like a renaissance, a renaissance, a second coming. There's something big bubbling up. And we need to let it to allow it. And so a lot of the purpose for me putting these tools out is to help get clear the old dross away from ourselves, in our old fears, our old beliefs, systems, even our self-concepts. I, I want to share this with you. Anymore. I, mean, I want to share something with you. As you were talking earlier about your 28 tools, I keep feeling I have to share this. And I just do when I do interviews now is you're going to have more than 28 tools that you're going to be sharing with the future. You're going to have more tools. I feel like another book or another opportunity you're going to, if you haven't already started working on it, I feel like you will in the future. And I feel like you're going to be in front of large groups of people giving like seminars and working with your tools to help simplify it. Because most of the tools you're describing are within ourselves that we can tap into. And it's like, everybody's starving for healing right now. I have an increase in people contacting me for readings. Anyone in my life that knows that I'm intuitive, they'll reach out to me at random times of the day and ask me, what do you think I need to do? I'm overwhelmed. I mean, coming from myself, and I just said this in a prior interview earlier today, because I had more than one interview today, I was actually interviewed by someone else. And I said, you know, when I went through the pandemic, one of the moments for me that I realized I was being irrational and I need to heal more, I had four rolls of toilet paper left. And I had like, uh, I was like boiling over like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I realized my irrational mind, I had to think more with my heart and I grounded myself and I said, I'm okay. You're going to be okay. This is going to work out. And it was from tapping into my heart wisdom, I believe, that I grounded myself Perfect. like you're describing. Yes. Before yes. we even met, I can tell you that I can connect with what you're describing right now because of the healing nature of what the heart can really give the body, not just pumping in a physical way, an electrical way. It's a spiritual aspect to our heart. It's our core. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's what about the love? I mean, we, a lot of people are even afraid of love or afraid to talk about it. And love hasn't been really valued for what it truly is. It's been thought to be a romantic intention, just kind of relegated to the level of romance. And it is romantic, but it's also the, the energy that keeps our planets spinning in their orbits. And it's the energy I love that keeps it. our bodies alive. I think it's a force of nature, universal nature. It's a force yeah. from the universe, just like gravity, just like uh, the light, the speed of light. I'm not, I'm not into the science side of things, but I believe love is a force of nature. I agree. Yes. When I had, I had cancer a couple of years ago. And I went through this personal trial tribulation in 2018. And one of the things I did after I got through all that stage one kidney cancer was able to take care of it through surgery. I started telling people who matter in my life, I love you. And it's not romantic love. 
It's I appreciate you. I value you and you're important in my life and I love you. And I do that now. I'll tell people who I have male and female friends from college or people who I work with that I'm close friends with now. I'll say I love you. And that means I care about you and and we connect like it's a different mindset for me. Yes, I know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the mindset. The I love you mindset is the thing that's going to unify us rather than separate us. Um, I love that. <laughs> I love your message. I don't mean that we keep using the word love, but I, I find well, the very positive feeling message is so great. It's just, it's a breath of fresh air for our, for what we're doing today. I think it's so needed right now. You're in such a timely aspect of things. So I want to ask you this, what are your future plans? Like you've done this, you've, you've created your book and you're on a mission. And I, I see, I see the message. What's the, what's the next step for you? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm, I actually keep asking divine mother that same question. Okay. What do you, what next do you want me to do (laughs) or what should we do next? I do have another book of just divine mother messages that we're doing. We've, we've, she gives beautiful um, lectures on uh, different subjects and they're, they're incredibly empowering and powerful. I, I want to continue to keep lifting the world consciousness. I mean, it's sort of a a world mission. And I just keep asking how to do that. And actually being on your podcast is is one of the ways. I was going to tell you, I I don't mean, I'll say this, the more you can be exposed in audiences and go on these interviews and spread your message, I feel like it's so powerful because of what you can accomplish for people who listen to your message, if they're open to it with their heart if they can be open to receiving what you're offering, words don't describe what you can accomplish with that. And I'd like them to really try these tools because they they work. And you feel so, sometimes people feel so helpless, like, what can I do? And, And I could put a tool in your hand and say, just Bring on more divine love or start saying go to the negativity. That's that's another one of my my tools. They're not all like fluffy divine love and divine light. I have some very powerful ones to the, to the say to the negativity, go into the light, go. And when you say it from the divine connection, because as I said, we always connect with the, a divine presence, it, that it's a divine command. And the universe has to respond because it's this level of divinity that's saying, Go, go into the light. And it's a blessing. We're sending the negativity into the light to be blessed and transformed. So it's not like we're saying, get out of here. You know, you're going to burn in hell or something. We're saying, go into the light. Go heal negativity. Go heal yourself. Negativity. Let me heal. You heal. It's all collective. So go heal. And the light will heal. A lot of times I'll work with people. They've got so much heaviness and excuse the term, but darkness around them. And I'll start saying, break and go into the light, go, go, go into the light. And I'll start waving my hands because it's, it's in their the space around them. And it's, it's amazing the transformation that occurs. It's beautiful. Um, I'm excited because I'm working with somebody like that tomorrow. I, I did a short session with them the other day. And I said, we need to get deeper here. We need to like really blow this stuff out, blow this heaviness in your heart. And of course, the problems that can't come up are family problems, you know, discord in the family, discord in the relationships. Hard. So hard because people, they get tunnel vision. They get stuck in the situation. It's hard for them to see beyond it. 
Right. And so you can work with them and use your techniques uh, to help them get past yeah. that. And then I'll, them. I'll, I'll clear this person and then I'll give her the, the tools. You know, I mean, I give away a lot of these books just because I want people to have them. I'll <laughs> say, you know, here, use this. And, and if people do want to use some of these tools, they, they can certainly purchase it in, at, at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or even on my website. But I have a lot of free tools, about 12 tools that are you can download for free on my website. Share. Um, That's actually one thing I'd like to ask because we are running a long time. Share with our audience where they can reach out to you. I'm going to have it in the, in the show notes, but I always like to, in oh, case they okay. don't see the show notes so that they can hear if they're listening, driving or something. So my website is Divine Mother Online. Dot net and divinemotheronline.net. And, and you can just go there. And along the menu at the top, it says there's one menu item that says free. And then all the free offerings, I have recordings of classes I've taught, definitely uh, these, these vibrational tools that you can download. So, um, and then I do, I do some bigger classes. I actually have it teach people how to communicate with the divine. That takes a little longer. It's about an eight-session class. I have a course called the Ascension Program, which um, meets once a week. All these courses, by the way, if you can't make it in person, everything is recorded. So, um, so just you know, you can sign up and and you'll get sent a recording at the at the end uh, when I finish. Then within the next twenty-four hours, you'll get a recording of the of the class. And I encourage you, every Saturday, we do a, a big healing, a deep energy healing. It actually lasts two hours. I tell people that if you can't sit there for two hours, just walk around, you know, stretch, touch your toes. Let, let your attention, though, be in this healing energy. And so we get, you know, quite a few people. Every other week, that one's free. Mostly, it's all about, you know, connecting with Divine Mother healing, healing yourself. <laughs> Love that. I, as I was just thinking of you describing that, I'm like, man, people who take flights right now and they're having all this air rage or whatever you want to call it, yeah. pandemic fatigue, I feel like they need to tap into the divine mother and get some healing involved and soften themselves up. So before they get on the flight, you don't have these things that you hear about. Like, this or terrible. just yeah. negativity in this world. I think we could send that loving energy to anybody. And I love the fact that the power of intention, I feel like is behind that working with the divine mother, that you can focus that energy of loving, healing, uh, right. compassion to others right. to help them. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Here. It's getting dark. Why? Oh, no worries. No worries. Putting a light on. We're, run, we're running low on time. And I, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your message and your book and I appreciate our conversation because I really find that you're very notable in terms of what you're doing. And I want my audience to check out your book, check out your website and great, to great really job. tune into this stuff, because I think this is something we really yeah. need in this, in this world right now. Big time. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I just want to thank Connie for coming on the show today. What an amazing interview and an opportunity to connect with somebody who's really making a, a difference in this world. We are starved for healing. We need healing. Everyone in this world needs healing. Anyone listening to this, if you're going to think to yourself, I don't need healing energy, then you're denying yourself a very powerful tool that can help you advance and evolve and, and grow. And regardless of your religious affiliation of how you view the world and what you, you know, how you comprehend it, mm -hmm. love is universal. 
It's a force of nature. And Connie is someone who's a practitioner who can take these particular concepts and, and ideals and, and create a really practical way of really introducing the stuff into your life. So check out divinemotheronline.net. Check out Connie's book. I'm going to have all this information in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, just check out my site and you'll find it for the website for the, for the show and then the show notes. But thank you so much for tuning into this show. Really good things are ahead. So stay positive and I look forward to more episodes coming up for season five. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook. And don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric acid.